Praise the Lord. Welcome to the Lively Stone Temple Experience, where we want you to experience the power of the true and living God. Welcome to the Lively Stone Temple Experience. I am your co-host, Brother William Doby, along with Elder Seth Capers and Elder Joseph Lee Taylor Jr. One church, four locations, Bishop Paul M. Capers is the corporate pastor. We would love for you to follow us on Facebook at Lively Stone Temple Apostolic Ministries. Lively Stone Temple Apostolic Ministries is an apostolic faith church that believes in one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. We believe that Jesus is is God Almighty and loves us. We are a ministry of love. We want you to come experience God's glory with us. Come grow with us. One church in four locations. You can visit LivelyStoneTemple.org for additional information. Lively Stone Temple Apostolic Ministries is affiliated with the Christian Apostolic Fellowship of Churches International Incorporated. Bishop Paul M. Capers is a presiding prelate. This is a fellowship of like-minded believers expecting God's will to be done in the earth. This podcast is being recorded at Lively Stone Temple, Columbia, which is located at 51 Berkshire Drive, Columbia, South Carolina, 29223. Sunday school starts at 10 a.m. Worship service starts at 11.15 a.m. We would love for you and your family to come join us and worship God with us. This message today was previously recorded on October the 8th, 2021 in a word was brought forth by Elder Seth Capers. I want to read Romans chapter 10, verse 17, King James Version, and it reads, So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you, and we love you. Thank you. Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's just give God some praise. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. We give God praise, and we bring you greetings in the name of Jesus from Lively Stone Temple Apostolic Ministries here in Columbia. Amen. We give God praise and thank God for everyone that's here. Amen. Coming to give the Lord the glory, honor, and praise. Thank God for everyone that will be tuning in, but we thank God for everyone that's here in the house today. Amen. That have come to give the Lord the praise, the glory, and the honor, for there is none, and I mean none like our God. Hallelujah. Amen. There's nobody like our God, and we give God glory in the name of Jesus. And as the song I was just singing goes, have down on way, Lord. That's a prayer that I've been praying here lately and singing to the Lord here lately. Um, just around the house, have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. A lot of times we go through things and we don't realize that God is looking for us to just surrender ourselves over to him, surrender our will to him. So that's my prayer, that's my desire, and I pray that that's your desire today, is that we surrender ourselves to the Lord and ask him to have his way in our lives. Hallelujah. Because if the Lord has his way, hallelujah, we know that everything will work out according to his will if he has his way in the name of Jesus. We thank God. For the saints of God, we're going to go before the Lord in a word of prayer, and then we'll go into the word of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, almighty God, we thank you, Lord, for another day, O God. Thank you, O God, for your grace and mercy. Thank you for your power. We thank you, O God, for your name, O Lord Jesus. We thank you, O Lord, for the Holy Ghost, O God, for anointing us, O God, with your spirit. In the name of Jesus, giving us the mind and the ability, O God, to trust you, Lord Jesus, with our lives. We ask in the name of Jesus that you bless everyone that's here, bless everyone that may be on the way, everyone, Lord Jesus, that's listening, everyone, O God, that may not be here for whatever reason, Lord God. I pray blessings upon them and deliverance, healing, and salvation in the name of Jesus. 
Oh, God, let your spirit fill this house today in the name of Jesus. Father, we've come, oh, God, to, my God, have a touch from you. We did not come just to look at one another, oh, God, but we came, oh, God, that we might be in your presence in the name of Jesus. Give us clarity of speech. Give us clear vision, clear insight. Holy Ghost, hide me behind the cross of Calvary, and you speak. Sit me down. Shut me up, Lord. Have your way. For, Lord God, this is your word, and we say yes to your will. Yes to your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord to everybody again. Amen. We thank God because God is good. We're going to go into the word of God. In the name of Jesus, we're going to read from Acts chapter number 10 and verse 38. Acts 10 and verse 38. If you have it, you can stand and we can read it together. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Hallelujah. We'll give you a few seconds to get there. Then we'll read it together. Acts chapter 10 and verse 38. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is good. Amen. Acts chapter 10 and verse 38. If you have it, say amen. 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 Acts 10 and verse 38. We'll read together. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. We'll read it one more time. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Amen. Thank God in Jesus' name for the word of God. You may be seated. May we thank God for his precious word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And we're going to talk today, uh, for as long as the Lord allows, from the topic, the cost of the anointing. The cost of the anointing. And we understand that the anointing cost Jesus something. Hallelujah. And it also cost us something. And so we want, as the Lord helps us, to declare this unto you today in the name of Jesus, the cost of the anointing. And we know that the anointing of God, as represented in the Old Testament and as represented by the oil and all that we'll get into in a little while, that it represents the Holy Ghost, the very Spirit of God, that Spirit of God that came down from heaven as we referenced so many times on the day of Pentecost, and it filled those believers that were waiting on the Holy Ghost. We know that that's what the anointing of God represents. The power of God, the glory of God, the spirit of God, that's that anointing that comes down to help us and take us through and give us the strength in order to make it another day. Hallelujah. And in our text, we read, and we'll go into it a little further, but in our text, we read that verse 38 says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And we understand already that Jesus Christ is God Almighty. We don't have any confusion of that, but we understand that God our God, the Lord Jesus Christ, we know that there was already a plan to redeem man, to buy them back from sin and from iniquity, from what happened in the garden. And so we know that God Almighty wrapped and robed himself in flesh. And the Bible says in the likeness of sinful flesh, he forced sin, condemned sin in the flesh. So he gave his life on Calvary. He died as a man on Calvary, shed that blood. But as he walked the earth before he even died, before he went into the grave, before he was sold out by Judas and all of these other things, he walked the earth. And we know that he walked the earth for like 33 years. And in him walking the earth, we know he preached for about three years or three and a half years or so. And he was anointed to do what it is that he had done on the earth. He was anointed to go heal the sick. He was anointed to raise the dead. He was anointed to cast out demons. He was anointed to, you know, dry up the issues of blood. And he was anointed to, you know, 
give sight to the blind. He was anointed to do these things. He was anointed to preach the gospel of the kingdom. He was anointed to do these things. We know that he was the fulfillment of the law. We understand that he was the one that was going to die for our sins. He was that spotless, that perfect lamb. We understand all that. And we know that John even said it. He said, Behold the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. He saw him coming, and that's what he said unto him. And so we know that Jesus Christ is and was the Lamb of God that was, hallelujah, coming to take away the sins of the world. Hallelujah. And so there was something that was, hallelujah, uh, required of him as the Son of God, as the one coming to take away the sins of the world. The anointing that he had on his life costed something. Hallelujah. It wasn't a free anointing, in other words. It cost him his life. Hallelujah. Being able to operate, being able to operate in that office of the sonship. In other words, operating as, hallelujah, the son of God. Operating as, hallelujah, God in flesh, Emmanuel, God with us. Operating, walking around in the earth, doing these good things. It cost him his life. Hallelujah. The Bible lets us know that he came into his own, and his own received him not. Thank you, Jesus. But the Bible goes on to say, but to them that received him, he gave them power to become the sons of God. And so this anointing that was on his life, on Jesus' life, cost him being rejected by others that was supposed to be his family and friends. It cost him something, but he went through it, hallelujah. It cost him being spat upon. It cost him being cursed. It cost him, hallelujah, being hallelujah, taken from judgment hall to judgment hall. It cost him something. But in the midst of all of that, he held on and understood that I have to do this. I've got to do this. I must do this because I have souls that need to be saved, hallelujah. The Lord declares in his word that all souls are mine, but the soul that sinned it shall die. So he knew that he needed to redeem us or buy us back from the curse of sin. Hallelujah, we understand that when the earth was first created, that sin was not in the earth, but we understand that sin was introduced, and in sin being introduced into the earth, there needed to be a way for we as humans to come back into right relationship with God. There needed to be a way for us to be bought back, to be redeemed, hallelujah, from that curse of sin. But it came only through Jesus Christ. As I said earlier in Sunday school, we know that the prophecy of Jesus was already given, even way back in Genesis, talking about how the seed of the woman was going to bruise the serpent's head and the serpent was going to bruise her heel, bruise his heel. And so we understand that knowing that this was talking about the Lord Jesus Christ, that he was going to come down through those 42 generations and he was going to work works and work mighty miracles and he was going to do great things but yet he had to die hallelujah clap your hands and give God some praise thank you Jesus so he had to die he had to die but he died that we might live hallelujah he didn't die just for the sake of dying he didn't die just to see what death felt like hallelujah because the Bible lets us know that he created death he created life hallelujah he gives life he understands all of that he knows the intricate details hallelujah of life and death Thank you, Lord. He understands that. Hallelujah. And in him understanding that, we know, thank you, Jesus, that he died that we might live. So he died on the cross. He, he went on the cross and he got up on that cross. And after, you know, as I say, being led from judgment hall to judgment hall and, you know, being told this and being told that and being called the king of the Jews and whatever else, he got on the cross. And in him getting on the cross, he hung there and was made an open shame. He was made an open shame before those that were there. Hallelujah. So many, hallelujah, mocked him. They scorned him. They laughed him to scorn. And, you know, they looked at him like, oh, this is the king of the Jews. This is your king. You know, he should come down and save himself and all kind of things they said, all kind of crazy things that they were saying, not realizing that they were dealing with the son of God, dealing with God almighty, God wrapped in flesh, not realizing that he was all powerful and that he had the ability, hallelujah, the ability 
My God to come down if he wanted, but he didn't come down. Hallelujah, that song that we sing so many times says, he would not come down, hallelujah, from the cross to save himself, hallelujah. But he decided to die just to save me, thank you, Lord. And so in looking at that and understanding that, we've got to know that that was a cost of the anointing, that there was something that cost him his life, that he could have said, yeah, I don't want to go through this. We know in the Garden of Gethsemane, excuse me, Gethsemane, we know that he prayed and sought the face of God. We know that he sought, hallelujah, so until he prayed and cried out and it was as great uh, drops of blood, you know, coming off of, him, off of him as he was praying. But in all of that taking place, we understand that he did not give up, that he did not, you know, stop, that he continued to push on and press on. And in him doing that, we realized that the word of God had to be fulfilled, that he had to die, that he had to give his life on the cross. And in him, hallelujah, taking time out and praying and seeking the face of God, yes, he was in an agony, the Bible says, but he didn't give up, hallelujah. He didn't stop there. He continued to press on and push on because he understood that this anointing that was on his life cost him something. This anointing, hallelujah, cost, hallelujah, his life. It cost, hallelujah, hallelujah, his life, and it called him, hallelujah, to be now the perfect sacrifice. It called him now to be not just one, hallelujah, that would, hallelujah, die and just stay in the grave, but it caused him now to be one that would die and rise again. And we understand that Lazarus died, hallelujah, and then he rose, but then he had to die again. Hallelujah, we understand that others were, hallelujah, rose from the grave, that God rose them from the grave and they died again. But we understand that Jesus Christ died, rose again, and yet he's yet living. He didn't die again because of this anointing that was on his life. He was anointed to do this and do that. He was anointed, hallelujah, to be a, 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 the, the mighty God, our Savior, our Keeper, our King of kings and Lord of lords. He was anointed to be who it is that he is in our life and who he was at that time in the name of Jesus. Let's tell the Lord, thank you, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so as we look at the Old Testament, we're talking a little bit about the anointing. We understand that there was something in the Old Testament called the anointing oil. And as I said, the anointing oil represents the Holy Ghost. The anointing of God represents the Holy Ghost. And so there was a making of the anointing oil in Exodus 30, verses 23 through 33. And I'm going to read a little bit and then I'll talk about it. But it says in verse 23 of Exodus 30, Take thou also unto thee principal spices of pure myrrh, 500 shekels, and of sweet cinnamon, half so much, even 250 shekels, and of sweet calamus, 250 shekels, and of cassia, 500 shekels, after the shekel of the sanctuary, and of oil, olive, and hen, and thou shalt make it an oil of holy ointment, an ointment compound after the art of the apothecary. It shall be an holy anointing oil. So they had specific instructions when it came to making this oil. They could not just do it in any old kind of way. God has order. And when it comes to the power of the Holy Ghost, it comes to the anointing of God, even on our life, God has order. God has an order to our lives. And when we are anointed, that means we've got to have things hallelujah, going through our lives the way that God wants us to go. We've got to do it God's way. We can't do it our way. We can't do it the way that, hallelujah, this one or that one has done it. We've got to do it the way that God says for us to do it. So we see, hallelujah, in them making this, hallelujah, holy anointing oil, it took certain things in order to make that. Hallelujah. So it takes certain things in order for us to be anointed as saints of God. It takes a little bit of going through. It takes maybe a little bit of half of witnessing and some of praying and hallelujah, some of fasting. It takes all of these things put together in order for us to be anointed by God. Hallelujah. And being anointed by God means you're going to go through something. You're going to be crushed sometimes. You're going to be beaten sometimes. You're going to be broken sometimes. You're going to be cast down. But you're not forsaken. You're going to go through some things. You're not going to be destroyed. That's what it takes to be anointed. When God anoints you, hallelujah, he's anointing you for his glory. He's anointing you for his honor. He's anointing you because he has a work for you to do. And so this is what we see in the life of Jesus. We see the crushing and the beating and the bruising and the breaking. 
We see it taking place, but it was because of the anointing. That was the cost of the anointing on his life. And so we go through that same type of, of breaking and beating in, a, in, in the way of being anointed. Hallelujah, we're going through it. We're perplexed sometimes, and we're, hallelujah, dealing with this issue and dealing with that issue. But even in the midst of dealing with all of that, we're not forsaken, hallelujah. We're not by ourselves. We're not destroyed. Hallelujah, we are anointed. Hallelujah, we feel sometimes like we are going through to the point that we can't make it anymore. We feel like sometimes we're going through to the point that we're crushed and there's no hope and we're bruised and there's no hope. But God lets us know in his word, hallelujah, that we are always bearing about in the body the dying of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we're doing that because we want the power of Christ to rest on us. And so in order to have God's power to rest on us, that means I've got to go through. I've got to glory in my infirmities. I've got to go through affliction. I've got to endure hardness as a, as a good soldier, the Bible says, of Jesus Christ. This is what causes me to operate in that anointing. This is what causes me to operate in that power of God. Hallelujah. I've got to go through. Tell yourself, I've got to go through. Hallelujah. And as I read a little bit more about that anointing oil from Exodus, the Bible also goes on to say, and thou shalt anoint the tabernacle of the congregation therewith, and the ark of the testimony, and the table, and all his vessels, and the candlestick, and his vessels, and the altar of incense, and the altar of burnt offering with all his vessels, and the laver, and his foot. And thou shalt sanctify them, that they may be most holy. Whatsoever toucheth them shall be holy. When it comes to the, to the anointing of God, there's a holiness that goes with the anointing of God. When God anoints you, he's sanctifying you. He's setting you apart. You're not going to be like everybody else. And we've got to understand that we're not like everybody. We're different. We are those that are sanctified. We're called to be holy. Hallelujah. You're called to be a child of God. You're called to be a victor and not a victim. You're called to be above and not beneath. Hallelujah. Because you are anointed. And so this anointing, anointing of God is calling us to uh, go through some things and face some issues and face some trials and face some tribulations. And hallelujah, deal with these issues. But yet in dealing with them, the anointing of God is flowing in our life. That holiness of God is flowing in our life. That sanctification is flowing in our life. It's separating us from where we used to be to where we are now because God is doing that. Because of the anointing of God. That anointing of God has caused us now to be able to, hallelujah, impact someone else's life. It goes on to say in verse 30, And thou shalt anoint, hallelujah, Aaron and his sons, and consecrate them, that they may minister unto me in the priest's office. So the anointing of God puts us in a different place, hallelujah. You're not in the place that you once were. You're not in the place that everyone else might be because you're anointed. You're in a whole different place now. Hallelujah, you're set, hallelujah, in a different place than where they are. And the Bible says that we're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Hallelujah, so we are understanding now that I'm a child of God. I'm operating in the power of God. I'm anointed. I'm bruised, I'm crushed, I'm broken, but I'm anointed. Hallelujah, I'm anointed because God is doing something in me, and he's working a work in me that I might be able to, hallelujah, pour over into someone else's life. If I look back at verse 29, hallelujah of Exodus, it says, And thou shalt sanctify them, that they may be most holy. Whatsoever touches them shall be holy. So whenever someone comes into your presence, hallelujah, and you're anointed, they're going to feel that anointing. They're going to feel that power of God. They're going to feel that holiness of God because they understand that you're anointed. Hallelujah. They hallelujah, find themselves getting into a, a, a desire to be witnessed to by you or, for having, or to have you to pray for them or whatever the case is. And they come on and receive the Holy Ghost. Hey, they're holy now. They're anointed. They're sanctified too because of you, because of you walking and being who it is that God has called you to be. You're walking in that place of the anointing of God. This anointing is costing us something. It's costing us our lives. Hallelujah. It's costing us. Hallelujah. Putting other things aside for the word of God and for the will of God, for the work of the ministry in the name of Jesus. 
And then verse number 31 says, And thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel, saying, This shall be an holy anointing oil unto me throughout your generations. That oil was holy. Hallelujah. Representing the Holy Ghost. It was holy throughout all generations. Thank you, Jesus. Upon man's flesh shall it not be poured, neither shall ye make any other like it after the composition of it. It is holy, and it shall be holy unto you. Whosoever compoundeth any like it, or whosoever putteth any of it upon a stranger shall even be cut off from his people. So we have to understand that the Holy Ghost, the power of God, is not something that we can play with. Hallelujah. We cannot play with this anointing. We can't find ourselves, you know, mimicking and mocking and doing things like that because we are talking about the glory of God, the anointing of God. It costs us something. We've got to walk a different walk. We've got to talk a different talk. We've got to live this life of holiness. We can't be a hypocrite walking in this anointing, walking in this power of God. We've got to understand that we can't even make up the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is real all by himself. That's the power of God unto salvation. Hallelujah. So this is something we've got to walk in, something we've got to talk in, something we've got to live in. Hallelujah. Just hallelujah. looking at the Old Testament, looking at how that anointing oil was so sacred, so powerful, so holy. Hallelujah. It wasn't even supposed to be poured on flesh and it wasn't supposed to be touched and done in certain types of ways. We look at that as the Holy Ghost in these days and times. And I, hallelujah, equate that to the New Testament. When Simon, he was a sorcerer, he was one who was following around, hallelujah, the disciples, the apostles. And he was one that understood, hallelujah, and, and saw the Holy Ghost being, hallelujah, poured out on those whom the disciples laid their hands. He was seeing that being done. And then he wanted to buy the Holy Ghost, hallelujah. He wanted to buy it because he thought that that's all it took was to buy it. And then I had the same power. But it takes more than that. It costs you something. It doesn't cost you money, but it costs you your life, hallelujah. It costs you surrendering yourself and submitting yourself under the mighty hand of God. It costs you giving yourself over to the Lord Jesus Christ and saying, Lord, I yield. Fill me with your spirit. And after he's filled you with the spirit of God, now you, the Bible says, can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Now you can lay hands on souls and they can be filled with the Holy Ghost. Now you can do these things because it costs you something. It costs you surrender. How many are willing to surrender to the Lord Jesus Christ? Hallelujah. If you're willing to surrender, tell the Lord, thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. We cannot imitate this power. We can't do it like Simon wanted to do it. But we understand that God... Hallelujah, had to use the man of God to deal with him, to talk with him, to let him know you can't do it this way. You can't do it that way. Hallelujah. If you're doing it that way, you're going to perish. Thank you, Jesus. But you've got to do it God's way. It's either God's way or no way. When it comes to the anointing of God, it's either God's way or no way. This power of God, this anointing of God, this cost of the anointing, as I said, it was shown throughout the life of Jesus. And what Jesus did, he didn't stop. He didn't say, no, that costs too much. I can't pay for him. He knew that he had to buy us back. He had to redeem us. He knew that he had to do that. So the Lord Jesus Christ went all the way to Calvary. It cost him going all the way to Calvary. My God, it cost him going through a crushing experiences of his family rejecting him. Hallelujah. He was, my God, around his brothers, and his brothers began to mock him and mimic him and began to talk bad of him. Hallelujah. That was crushing, I'm sure, to him and his humanity. Thank you, Jesus. But then also, hallelujah, it cost him to be rejected and sold out by Judas, one of his, hallelujah, own, one of his people that was with him, one of his disciples that was with him, one of his so-called friends. He had to be, hallelujah, rejected by him. It cost him something. you got to understand that when we're talking about this anointing of God, those who are most close to us, they're closest to us sometimes. They're going to reject us or they're going to do things to us. And that's crushing to us. But that's the anointing of God at work in your life. It's going to cost you something. You can't be all buddy-buddy with the world and expect to be anointed. Hallelujah. You've got to know that there's going to be a difference, that Jesus makes the difference in our life. Jesus was also caught and taken from judgment hall to judgment hall. My God, it cost him something. He was rejected by the people again. So first he was rejected by the people. Hallelujah, those that, hallelujah, was his own people. He was rejected by them because the Bible says that he came unto his own and his own received them not. 
And so we understand that taking place. But then he was also rejected by those who, hallelujah, could have released him. Hallelujah, those other Jews. And they said they wanted Barabbas instead of him. They didn't want him. So they said, yeah, crucify him. Give us Barabbas. He was rejected by them again. He carried his cross. My God, he was beaten. He was spat on. Hallelujah. His beard was plucked out. He was made an open shame, mocked to scorn. Hallelujah. Hung on the cross, naked and wounded, given gall to drink. He was, hallelujah, just made into a shame. You know, these things took place in his life as a crushing, as a beating. Hallelujah. They were, hallelujah, done to him that he might be anointed because he was anointed with that Holy Ghost and power. He was anointed with that Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. To be who it was that he was supposed to be. So we have the same anointing of God on our lives. We may not go through these exact crushing experiences, but we face our own trials and tribulations. We face our own, hallelujah, temptations. We face our own things that we're going through that crush us sometimes and that break us and beat us and wound us. And sometimes you're praying and you're like, Lord, I feel beaten. I feel crushed. I feel broken. But then God God lets us know in his word that he's nigh unto those who have a broken spirit and a contrite heart. That's who God comes to, those who are broken before him. We can't be prideful. We can't be proud. We can't say, I've got it all together. Sometimes we've got to say, Lord, I'm here. I'm broken. I'm wounded. I need you to help me. Hallelujah. This is what causes me to operate in the anointing. This is what causes me to be free because, Lord, I'm vulnerable before you, Lord. I have nothing to hide. Lord, I'm an open book. You see me inside and out. You understand me. You know my ways, oh God. You know my thoughts. And in him knowing us, this is what causes us to operate in the anointing. Come on, tell the Lord, thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. We've got to understand that Jesus was anointed. He was crushed like an olive and beaten for us. That olive, hallelujah, that olive, those olives have to be crushed. And they are crushed, hallelujah, through a process. And they're broken and beaten and crushed to a point that oil begins to flow out of them. Hallelujah. That's what happened to the Lord Jesus Christ. He was crushed on Calvary. Hallelujah. And in it being crushed, that blood flowed out of him. Hallelujah. That water flowed out of him. That was that anointing. Hallelujah, flowing on our behalf. He was anointed for us. Hallelujah, his blood and water came down that we might have a right to be saved and washed and sanctified and that we might have a right to be bought back by the blood of Jesus. We've got to understand that this is what God did for us. Hallelujah, at Calvary, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hebrews 9 and 22 says, And almost all things are by law purged with blood, and without shedding of blood there is no remission. There's no remission. There's no removal of sin if the blood is not shed. If the blood were not shed, there would be no removal of our sins. How many are grateful for the blood of Jesus being shed at Calvary? Hallelujah. That's what took our sins away because of his anointing, because of him being anointed to die on our behalf. That caused us now to be free from sin. That caused us now to have the blood of Jesus applied to our minds and our wills, our emotions, our bodies, our spirits, our souls, every part of us. That's what causes us now to be cleansed. His blood, hallelujah, that was shed at Calvary. 1 John 5 and 6 through verse 8 says, This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ. He came as a man, not only, not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit that beareth witness, because the Spirit is truth. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one, talking about Jesus Christ himself. He's the Father. We know he's the Son. We know he's the Holy Ghost. We know who he is. Hallelujah. He's one. Hallelujah. And then the Word of God says, and there are three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three agree in one. And now we understand that we have the Spirit of God in us. We have the waters of baptism. And we have the blood of Jesus applied to our life. And they agree, I believe, in us. That's what we have. We have the power of God. Hallelujah. We have the anointing of God. We have the Spirit of God. 
We have the ability now to operate in the glory of God because we've been baptized in his name, because we've been filled with the Holy Ghost, because we've been washed by his blood, and we have his blood covering us. This is what gives us the ability now to agree that the Lord Jesus Christ is our God, our Savior, to be able to agree and understand that he's given us authority and power, that I have all that I need. I have hope in him because it cost him something, and what it cost him was his life, and it's going to cost me something, and I don't mind going through. I don't mind facing these trials and tribulations. I don't mind facing these temptations because I know that if the Lord Jesus Christ could handle it, if he could go through it, I can go through it. Hallelujah. Knowing that he's with me, my God, that's enough to let me know, hallelujah, that I'm okay. Knowing that God is with me, knowing that he's there, that he's there in every trouble and trial, that's enough to help me to know that I can make it. Hallelujah, it cost me something. It cost me giving up a little bit of this and giving up a little bit of that and giving up a whole lot of this and giving up a whole lot of that so that I might be saved, so that I might be holy, so that I might be righteous before him. It cost me something. It costs us something to operate in this anointing. We can't get there on our own. We can't be who God has called us to be on our own. We need Jesus. Hallelujah. We need his power. Hallelujah. We need his name. We need his word. We need his spirit. We need his guidance. We need his leadership. We need teaching. We need doctrine. We need him because of the anointing of God. If I don't know how to operate in the anointing, if I don't know why I'm going through, I might take my stuff and walk out of here and give up. But now I know that I'm going through because of the glory of God, because of the anointing of God. I know that I'm going through because of the anointing of God. I know that I'm dealing with this issue and dealing with that issue because of the anointing of God. I'm not just going through just to go through. If that was the only reason we were going through, we wouldn't do it. We wouldn't go through. But we're going through because of the anointing of God. Come on, clap your hands and tell the Lord, thank you, Jesus. We're going through because of the anointing of God, because God has anointed us, because he's called us. He's sanctified us. He's separated us. He's shown us his glory. That's why we're anointed. It cost him something, and it costs us something. We've got to understand that no matter what we're facing, the trials, the tribulations, the temptations, the fears, the doubts, the worries, whatever it is, we're anointed. And we're going to go through. You're going to make it through. Hallelujah. You might feel crushed. You might feel beaten and bruised. You might get beaten and bruised. You might have some bruises. Hallelujah. But those are just some, some war scars. Hallelujah. Those are just showing that you're going through something. Hallelujah. Those are just showing that you've made it through. The Bible says that the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal, but they're mighty through God. So they're pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. We've got to understand that we have the ability now, because we're in a war, to fight the good fight of faith. And we can fight because we're anointed. If I was not anointed, I couldn't fight. If I didn't have this Holy Ghost in me, I couldn't fight. If I didn't have this power in me, I couldn't fight. The enemy would come in like a flood, and that's it. I'd be drowned. Hallelujah. But the enemy comes in like a flood, but the Bible says what? The Spirit of the Lord, this is a standard against him. Hallelujah. The Word of God comes alive in me because of the fact that I'm anointed. It comes alive in you because you're anointed. So I tell you today, be of good cheer. Hallelujah. Hold your head up and know that you have the power of God, the fire of God, the anointing of God. Hallelujah. And it costs you something. You have to go through, but you can make it. You can go through. Tell somebody, go through. Tell somebody else, go through. You can go through those trials and tribulations because of the cost of the anointing. It costs Jesus his life, and it costs us our life. We don't have to die for it, so to speak, but we're dying to sin. Hallelujah. You may not die physically, but you're dying to sin. You're dying to self. That's what it costs. It costs us surrendering ourselves daily to the Lord Jesus Christ. And knowing that he's our God, I ask that everyone would stand where they are and we're going to pray. And we're going to seek God before we even leave. We're going to ask God to help us to operate in this anointing. Ask him to help us to walk in this anointing that he's placed on our lives. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we're thanking you, O oh God, today for the cost of the anointing. We're thanking you, O oh Lord Jesus, for dying, O oh God, on the cross of Calvary in the name of Jesus. 
Lord Jesus Christ, given your life that we might be saved, O oh Lord. We thank you, Jesus, for being crushed and beaten and bruised for us, Lord Jesus. Being as that olive oil, God, allowing the oil to flow out of you, Lord Jesus, that we might have a right to be saved. God, now in the name of Jesus, we rededicate ourselves, O oh God. We dedicate ourselves to you in prayer, surrendering ourselves, O oh God, saying that we understand that this anointing costs something, Lord Jesus. We've been going through, but Lord God, we're willing to go through and not get stuck in what we're going through, Lord God. We're willing to go through with the right attitude, Lord God. We're willing to go through, oh God, with the right spirit, oh Lord Jesus, knowing that you'll bring us out because we're anointed, oh Jesus. And this anointing that you've given us, my God, has given us the ability to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Hallelujah. This anointing that you've given us, oh God, has given us the ability, oh God, to talk to demonic forces and command them to come out immediately and they've got to flee in the name of Jesus. My God, that anointing that you've given us causes us, oh God, if we drink any deadly thing, it's not going to harm us, oh God. This anointing that you've given us, oh God, has given us the ability, oh God, to walk in healing and to walk in power and to walk in anointing and to know, Lord Jesus Christ, that we are the sons of God now. My God, you said in your word, Lord God, Lord Jesus Christ, that it does not yet appear what we shall be. My God, but we know that when you shall appear, Lord God, we're going to be like you, oh God, because we're going to see you as you are. My God, and everyone that hath this hope in them purified themselves even as you appear, Lord Jesus. And so we understand, Lord Jesus, now we're the sons of God. Now we are the sons of God, Lord Jesus. And then being the sons of God, now you've given us authority and power in the earth, Lord God. We thank you for it in the name of Jesus. Thank you for that victory that you've given us. That victory, oh God, that overcometh the world, oh God. We thank you for it. And so we know that we're anointed. Lord, we can declare today that I am anointed. Hallelujah, I want you to say it. Say, I am anointed. Hallelujah. We declare it today, oh God, that we are anointed, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And that when the enemy comes in like a flood, your spirit will lift up a standard against him because of the anointing of God. We thank you, God, to know that no weapon that's formed against us shall prosper. My God, and every tongue that shall rise against us in judgment. Lord, you said we're going to condemn, for this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And, oh God, your word declares, and, oh God, our righteousness is of you, saith the Lord. We thank you, my God, to know that we are the children of the Most High God. And being the children of the Most High God has given us the ability to operate in the anointing of God. We thank you for it, oh God. We love you. We praise you and adore you in Jesus' name. Come on, give God some praise for the anointing. Hallelujah. The cost of the anointing. The cost of the anointing. We give God glory. Honor and praise for the Lord God is mighty. He's a good God in Jesus' name. At this time, we're going to, hallelujah, prepare. I don't know if anyone has a need of special prayer.